Hi everybody, my name is Noel Michael Smith and you're listening to the Lofu Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where in the world you may be. Boy, have I got a show, a program in store for you today. Now, you know, I do these podcasts to get things off my chest and boy, am I going to get something off my chest. Now, something happened on Wednesday. The whole thing unfolded on Wednesday. I teach at a centre. I'm not going to name any names at all, yeah, for um, legal reasons. And I was teaching, I just finished teaching a class, a Tai Chi class, and I've got some students lined up to do, uh, for me to teach on kickboxing. I'm doing a lot of one-on-one kung fu lessons now. I'm enjoying that, actually. I I don't enjoy teaching one-on-one normally, but I'm teaching kung fu, and I don't, I don't really do kung fu classes now. They're mainly kickboxing classes, and I miss teaching people the intricate hand movements and feet movements of kung fu. So I'm doing a lot of that now, and I'm getting paid very well for it, I may add. It's all good, it's all good. Anyway, in this club, and my client turned up, and I went in. we went to go into the studio. They've got two studios there. I went to go into one of the studios, and there was a a fella working out in there. He had his white gear on it, so he was a karate man. And I saw him working out in there, but you know what? It's a studio. Everyone could fit in the studio. A studio could hold more than one person, right? Because it's a studio after all. So I went, put my opened the door and put my head round and said, that, um, if you mind us coming in. He was a little bit tentative. He said, um, okay then. Anyway, as he was about to leave, I didn't want him to pack up. He decided he was going to finish. And I said, you can go to the studio next door, you know. And he said, yeah, fine, I probably will do that. And then the fact that he had his gi on, I, I said, what are you doing? You're working out, you're doing your forms and stuff, your katas. They call them in karate, they call them katas. We call them forms in kung fu. He said, yeah, I, I am. I said, do you fight as well? He said, no, he doesn't fight. And he was talking about doing some kind of block, an attack fighting. But I was really interested in that because I didn't know you, you had that in martial arts competitions and it must be a new thing in karate or well, I haven't been in karate for a long time it's been years since I've dabbled and gone to karate tournaments the competition that I used to fight in way back when I was fighting were freestyle competitions so karate kung fu taekwondo anyone could rock up and do their competition fight providing they're with a reputable school so I was really interested in that in him and then he left. But you want to find out what happened next. It wasn't until the day after that I checked my emails. The reason why, it came through on the LoFu email. And I leave that to the girls to check a lot of the time. And I guess they checked it and didn't tell me about it. <laughs> what kind of girls are out there, man? What, what my, my ladies are. <laughs> That's another story. But listen up. I saw this email from this fella. And let me read the email to you now. Right, you ready? Astonishing. Noel, we met earlier on today at the club I won't mention when you were, I presume, with a client and wanted to use the studio. I came away from the whole exchange rather annoyed, especially being a long-term member of the club. You basically came in and made a decision that I was leaving. You certainly didn't suggest letting me finish up for five or ten minutes. As you know, if someone is using the studio, you should let them finish. Your questioning about my karate wasn't helpful. It was a combination of testing me, showboating, bravado that you did karate too. So I did the decent thing and went to the studio next door, 
which you clearly knew was in use. So I had to cut my session short. Not cool. I was close to going to the centre, almost named the centre then. I was close to going to the club management, telling them about it when I came out. But thought I'd just keep it between us, say my piece and move on. It was awkward, probably for your client, just a bit arrogant. Also, as we both practised the martial arts, I thought you could have been respectful of my training. It's not the end of the world. It won't ruin my day, but it's just feedback for you. Then he puts his name at the end. Can you believe that? <laughs> okay, so I had to reply, no doubt, right? My reply. Dear, the fellow's name, thank you for your email. I was unaware that you were so upset leaving the studio on Wednesday. You did not make it apparent to me. Had I'd known it was so disruptive to you, I could have easily have gone into the other studio. As for my questioning, as you so put it, I feel it rather unfair that you cast a psychological opinion judging me on a mere three minutes mutual discussion on an interest that we both share. I love interacting and meeting new and interesting people like yourself. My motive for speaking to you was born solely out of inquisitiveness. I meant no harm or disrespect. If I made you feel uncomfortable in any way, please accept my sincere apology. If you're ever in the club when I'm there, please come over and see me and I'll buy you a coffee. Enjoy your weekend. Much love. And my name. Astonishing. Absolutely astonishing. Can you actually fathom that? I do not know where that came from. It was almost like a burst of rage on the internet. It's incredible. You know, I've come off Facebook because of stuff like that, but it follows you around, man. It follows you around. Now, many of you who listen to my podcast actually know me personally. Is that my character? I brought this to the manager because after I wrote the email and sent it to him, I said to the manager of the club, she is a woman, and I said, look, I've got I've had a complaint. There's been a complaint with one of your members and she was a little bit worried. I said, no, I've, I've dealt with it. I think I've dealt with it, but I need to bring it to your attention. She read the emails and she said, Noel, he's got no right to have that studio on his own anyway. And, number, and not only that, you booked it out. So you have every right to ask him to leave. But I wasn't asking him to leave, actually. He left on his own accord. He left because we were going in. There's some pointers here right there's some pointers here I want to just cover some of the things that you said he said that I actually knew and there's a lot of speculation going around from this gentleman and I genuinely believe my email what I said is I'm sincere about that I don't write emails that I lie in emails I really do regret upsetting the man because that's not like what life is about right life is about we all got to get on in life. We all got to live in this, on the same earth and breathe the same air and drink the same water. That's what it's about, right? So my email was genuine. But I want to clarify a few things here. He said that I knew there was someone in the studio next door. Now, when we were going in to the studio, there wasn't anyone in the studio next door. Now, the reason why I didn't want to go in the studio is because I've got a client there. I'm going to be running her up and down crazily. The studio is a holistic studio. And if you know anything about fitness, you've got two, you generally have two or more studios. Now, one's used for the holistic stuff, which is yoga, pilates, and stretch, and that sort of thing. Because the room is, the temperature of the room is generally 22, 25 and upwards. So they keep the room fairly warm. Now, when you 
do high energy classes, you want the air conditioning on. So it's around 19, 18, probably even 17 and 16 sometimes, really cold. Because you're getting hot with the movement that you're doing. They're two different types of workouts. And I was talking to a girl not so just the other day who teaches in a center with just one studio and it's the same old hassle that we had years ago where uh, a, a holistic class is in there and the studio is too hot but it's too hot for the people that are going in there to do the fitness workout they're going to faint and then the vice versa if you've got a, a fitness workout a high energy workout and then you've got the aircon, and then the the holistic people are going in there, they're going to be frozen to death. You can't get a good workout out of any of those different extremes. And this is why they have two studios. I didn't want to go into the holistic room for all the reasons I told you about. But he's on his own and he's doing a form and he can regulate that. And yeah, he is doing a form and I do know what karate is like. I'm a karate practitioner myself. He did mention that I knew there was someone in the studio. And for him to actually just speculate that, that's amazing. That's just incredible you couldn't make it up right then he said he came away from the exchange annoyed well do you not think that you could tell me that you've got a mouth you're a martial artist for crying out loud in martial arts you your sensei should teach you courage and how to speak up for yourself martial arts is defense defend yourself defense doesn't mean you tackle someone to the ground if they raise their hand at you it means that you put yourself in a position that is defensive that is safe that is good for you so if he didn't want to leave the studio then we could have come up with a compromise at that time there and then but he didn't open his mouth and the next podcast i'm going to do is going to be all about that all about speaking up for yourself i call it illusion of transparency check that podcast that it's going to be a big one and then we come on to another part of his accusations i want to talk about questioning him well it literally was not questioning it was my inquisitive i'm i'm a very friendly person i love people i love people so much i adore mankind and i want to find out as much as possible look i'm constantly learning when i'm resting on my laurels there is an issue here when i'm comfortable there is an issue. I don't ever want to be comfortable. I don't ever want to walk into my class and thinking, I can just fall asleep doing this stuff. This is when your brain dies. This is when we die as people. You've got to stay, keep yourself energized, keep yourself electrified, keep yourself alive, grounded but alive. The lady that runs the club in question here, she's a runner and we were in the staff room and she had just come back from a run and she was all sweaty and puffed out and stuff. I said, wow, what, what, what do you do? I don't want to mention her name because, you, you know, as I said, lawsuits could be hitting me and stuff. But she said, um, I've just come from a run. I said, yeah, you, what, you do that professionally? She said, no, but I run four marathons a year. That's tough. And, and she does half marathons in between that. That's incredible. And I, we were talking about this in depth. And I started off, I don't know if you all know this, but I started off as track and field. I used to do 100 and 200 meters. And then I got injured and I was training some fellow injured colleagues. And then I got fit and they missed my training and they asked me to carry on training them. And there it spiraled from my desire to be an Olympic athlete to becoming a fitness instructor. <laughs> that's how the whole thing pan out. And that's what happens. I also do Lindy Hop. I don't know if you know that dance. It's a, a kind of a jive, 20s, 30s. So if I 
went into a studio and I saw someone Lindy hopping, then of course I'm going to be shared a common ground with this person because we like to be amongst company of the same interest. The one positive thing that he did say in his email was that he want to say his piece and move on. But, you know, he should have said his piece there and then when he felt aggrieved. Now, this thing here, uh, I'm showing off, I'm showboating, bravado. You couldn't be further from the truth. When I teach, I want the people who I teach to shine. The mark of a good teacher is for the teacher to get out of the way. Let the student do the work. If you could let that student do and shine and come out and everyone could say, that guy is good, that girl is good. That's where a teacher has done his job. Now, not to say, look, I show off from time to time because I, I teach teachers to teach. And I say, look, you've got to show your brilliance every now and again. So just so that the person knows that he's being taught by somebody of a high level. So every now and again, you just show a glimmer of brilliance. I'm a self-employed person. So coupled with the fact that I am inquisitive about other people, I'm also there to sell myself because if I don't sell myself and sell who I am and what I do, who else is going to do it? I have the PA running around and telling people how good or bad I am. I have to do that myself. Well, I don't tell people how bad I am. And you know what? He mentioned arrogance. And I've always said this. Arrogance isn't a bad thing. If you could call somebody a um, that word, the B word, when the person doesn't have a mother or father. Yeah, you know the word I'm talking about. I'm not going to use it here on, on air. I don't use that word anyway. But if someone called me that and I didn't have a mother and father, he or she would be absolutely correct in calling me that. So a word could be taken one way or another. Yes, you can use it as a negative or use it as a positive. I choose to use arrogance as a positive because what is arrogance? Arrogance ha is having a surety of yourself. It sometimes is a warped assurity, but you've got to oversell yourself. Yes, I believe that you've got to tell people how good you are. Back it up, mind you. Don't tell people how good you are and you can't back it up. And I can back it up. So for me, arrogance is not a bad thing. Arrogance is bad when the person is so arrogant, people want to put their hands down their throat to make themselves sick. I don't get to that stage I've got to say but I am pretty sure of myself if someone tells me someone asks me how good are you or what you do I would tell them I am the absolute best in my field second to none now I didn't have this attitude with this gentleman because I only met him for a mere three minutes as I said when I was reading you but my reply to his email but maybe my voice is so assured I've got an assured voice I've got a voice of confidence and I've got a, a non-defeatist voice, a non-defeated attitude, a non-defeated stance. My back is erect. My eyes are opened up wide and I'm engaged in every conversation that I have. My brain is constantly working and ticking and thinking about what I'm hearing and what I'm going to say. Maybe he's looking at that and taking that as arrogance, bravado. I don't know. Whatever, he's a bad judge of character, I've got to say. <laughs> you know, everyone is proud of their country. You won't hear anyone talk bad in your country. And also, you would always want to say lovely things about your country. I never met a person that hasn't, right? I haven't met that person yet. Is that arrogance? 
to say, my country is beautiful, my country's got this, that, and all the good things there. That is arrogance. That is supporting. That is being proud of what you've got, who you are, the way you are, what you do. Something that the Brits need to learn more of, actually. Being a Brit myself, I could say that. Anyway, I'm going to finish now because this session is one of these long ones. I told you I didn't want to go on too long, so I've got to end it now. But look, I'll finish with this, right? On some lighter note, create the life you want. You can all do that by being positive. Control what comes into your head. Whatever information you get that isn't good, you turn it around and make it good. Disregard any bad information quickly. Concentrate on what you can see ahead, on all the good things you can see ahead. Aim for something. You're going to buy a car, keep thinking about that car. Keep thinking of how you're going to get it. You've got a beautiful woman at home, keep thinking about that beautiful woman, beautiful woman and what you're going to do to her when you see her that night. You're going to shower her in kisses. And if you've got a beautiful man at home, you do the same. You've got to think about the people that are close to you. Life is too short, man, to have all this going on. Just be happy. That's why I said I wrote this guy this letter. I don't want to be sad in myself. I want to be positive in myself. You know something? You create this positive bubble and this energy around you and money just tends to fall into your lap. I've seen it happen in front of my eyes. It will fall into your lap. The universe will be kind to you. Hey, I'm going to leave you with this. Hope it weren't too heavy. I'll see you next time. Bow.